Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Leadership Connection, a podcast where we're improving reliability through experienced leadership. Today, we have a very special guest with us. I'm excited to introduce Peter Thomas. He's a vice president of the Federal Solutions Group for Lifecycle Engineering. Why is he such a special guest? Well, a lot of the leaders that we focus on our, our um, interview in this podcast are from the commercial industry, from manufacturing, from industrial operations. Um, and that is a large part of what lifecycle engineering does. But Peter has more than 40 years of experience in U.S. Navy operations. He's uh, very experienced in naval ship repair, maintenance, and modernization. He knows the value of team-driven missions. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way, Peter, uh, as he served in the U.S. Navy for more than three decades in multiple technical and leadership roles. Um, upon retirement from active duty, he's held senior management positions at General Dynamics, for example, in Oceaneering International, and now, like I said, currently serving with Lifecycle Engineering. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Peter. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks. It's, um, I've been looking forward to this. and. Um... Yeah, look forward to the, the discussion that we're going to have. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump in. Um, the first question is, tell me about the moment that you were first recognized or that you recognized yourself yeah. as as being as being a leader, being in a leadership role. Yeah, I think it, I think it's important you distinguish that when you recognize it, you know, self-recognition that Hey, something's happening here because yes. you, know, you reflect back when you're a little kid and being the boss around the neighborhood and stuff. Of the so, playground. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm boss of that swing right there. <laughs> that is my slide. But Tom, <laughs> I, I think uh, Tara, um, like you said, you know, I, I was in the Navy. I came in as an enlisted man um, after uh, dropping out of college, university, actually. And um, but I was uh, so so you're in a big room with with 85 other uh, folks, uh, young men, mm -hmm. and, um, they select one to, uh, to be what they call the RCPO, which is the re recruit chief petty officer. And you are kind of the conduit between the boot camp instructors and your, you know, your class, if you will. Right. And I was selected. I, I don't know. I don't remember that process too much. I know I raised my hand. I said, you know, what the heck, I'll give it a shot. And, um, it wasn't easy. I mean, it was nerve wracking. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're together for eight weeks, you know, going from hair halfway down your back to all of a sudden, you have <laughs> hair and you're all kind of looking at each other going, wow, this is sporty. Wow. But, um, yeah. You're just growing and, 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 uh, you know, providing that leadership mm -hmm. when the instructors aren't there. Um, mm -hmm, I, I just mm -hmm. loved it. I, I just really got into it. And um, I think I kind of recognize I might be able to to pull this off. <laughs> I think but I think you said something there that's really um, that that's really telling of a leader. You raised your hand. Yeah. You you said, yeah, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Um, uh, I'm going to, you know, be that kind of trailblazer. So I think that's an important quality of of a leader. Um, and, you know, so let's continue down that road. What what would you say is is a primary motivating factor? So you talked a little bit about it. You mentioned yeah. a little bit about it, about how you loved it, um, about about being in that uh, leadership position. So what motivates you um, to love it? Well, you know, I think it's um, 
I think it's just the fact I know is so important. I mean, that sounds trite yeah. to say that, but it, it's just the, the impact that everything you do or say and, and what it has on people, um, you know, negative or positive is just, it's just got to be thoughtful. And you, you just got to be thinking of that every day. It's hard. And leadership mm -hmm. is not an easy, oh, charisma, boom, boom. That's a born leader type thing. It, it, it is thoughtful. Um, you have to work on it every day. You have to assess, uh, be self-critical and, you know, how could I have done that better? So I think that's what motivates me is because I recognize that. And, and I've been fortunate enough to recognize that throughout, throughout my lifetime is that, um, you know, you're very fortunate and blessed to be in a position or to be in positions like this. Um, right. so don't take it for granted and just be very thoughtful on uh, how you approach this. So that that's that's the primary motivating factor. I think that's a good, I think that's a, a word that encompasses so much, Peter, the word thoughtful, mm. you know, um, because, uh, because like you said, charisma can only take you so far. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. um, but if you're thoughtful, that means you're, you're thoughtful um, in, in your self-reflection, you're thoughtful in how you interact with others. You're thoughtful in the impact that you have uh, and the responsibility um, of, of it. So I, I just think, I think that wrapped it up really, really nicely. Let's talk about inspiration. Um, who would you, if you could pick, I won't force you to pick one, but if you could pick someone, um, that was a mentor or a role model that really influenced you. Um, would you tell, could you tell us a story about them and, you know, a, a, a yeah. two or three things that, that stood out to you that maybe you emulate, you know, or really inspired you about that mentor yeah. and role model? Yeah, I will tell you a little story. It's called a sea story, uh, but it's true. Okay. I like sea stories, but I do get seasick, which okay, is unfortunate. No, no, you won't. You won't this this time. But um, <laughs> um, you know, of course, it's a tough question because mentorship. You know, you have mentorships throughout your entire life, mm -hmm. the entire continuum from parents to peers to siblings to fellow students. You know, all the way up, and I still, I still enjoy that. Uh, um, developmental and incremental continuum that I'm on here. But um, so let's go back to the boot camp thing. So I was RCPO in, in boot camp. So I felt pretty good about myself. You know, da, 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 and I go off to my, this was in the mid, mid 70s. I'm dating myself a bit. And uh, so I go to my first submarine. Um, and here I am, you know, in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Oh, wow. Deep attack submarine. Um, and I was assigned mess duties. I was a low, I was an E1. Uh, I, I was nothing, you know. So I was um, assigned mess duties, which is a 120-day a period where you work in the, the galleys, uh, you, you clean before you um, roll into a particular division. So um, I was assigned uh, to clean officers' toilets. By myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Toilets. Did you say toilets? Toilets. And I'm cleaning that up. Okay. Oh, boy. So, so um, you know, commodes, heads. So I was assigned. Yeah. To, to no, clean. we got it. We got yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, so, so, again, here I was, you know, uh, you know, 
three, four, or five months ago, I was in university. You were a leader, yeah. Fraternity, playing sports. Boot camp was a pretty good experience for me. And now I'm I'm in the middle of the Indian Ocean being told to uh clean uh heads. So uh, I was unhappy. I I was unhappy. I mean, I I was just literally, you know, on my haunches, my my head in my hands, saying, what have I done? I mean, what has led me to this? And I had a chief petty officer who who saw me, you know, hunched down uh, in in this small, very small little uh, bathroom. And um, he could have gone high and right on me. Right. He he could have just snatched me up like a microphone and just yelled and screamed at me. And uh, you will do this, Thomas, or I'm going to do this to you. You know, these are the consequences. But he um, I don't know if he saw something in me um, or heard something. I, I don't know. But he said, let me tell you something, Thomas, if you don't want to clean these bathrooms. Um, I would suggest uh, offer for for consideration that you clean it better than it's ever been cleaned before. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, well, it's not that I can leave <laughs> again. I'm in yeah. the middle of <laughs> So I gave it a shot and I did. And I worked and I cleaned those bathrooms, those toilets for those officers um, better than they've ever been cleaned. And wow. lo and behold, um, uh, in about a day and a half, I was in charge of two other people to do the same job oh. so it was just it was it was that it was that moment i can really look at my life when things just really changed um yeah and, and you know then i was in charge and i was you know able to impart on them that same type of thing and it's just you know show up uh there's nothing wrong with um uh, hard work hard work yeah um, and um you know, just leave leave something better than when you found it. And um, but I, I think that, I think it, the, the, there was a pr- certain part of that, and it's hard to articulate the graciousness of this chief petty officer who saw a young kid who was unhappy being tasked with something that is not fun. That's not he, fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was able. Yeah, but he was able to to see through all that and and gave just the best option ever. To, yeah, um, to not have and to he challenged things. you, and made, he reframed it. He reframed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that wow. That, that was well, really, really that good. was a much better story than it started out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I kept it clean too. So I'm you kept. I, thank you, thank you. All right, listeners, we didn't have to beep any of that yeah, out. Yeah. You know, that was good. No, but what I love it. Show up. You know, right. that's another another um, important aspect of leadership is showing up and, and leaving things better than, than when you found it. Um, what Jim Fai, who was the, you know, founder and CEO of, of life cycle engineering, you know, always said, do the right thing the right way. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? And um, I think that's what that petty officer helped you yeah. figure out. Yeah. Um. So we're going to have a fun, this is one of my fun questions. I love asking people this question and I, 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 I can't wait to hear what your response is, Mm. but um, I like to ask if, if you could have coffee or tea or a beverage of your choice, no judgment here with anyone in the world, alive or dead or fictional or real, who would it be? 
um, and why? Wow. Well, on a personal basis, I'd like to uh, I'd like to sit down with my dad again. That, that would be Oh, kind of cool. wow. You know, just to you know, just to share that you know, hey, this is this is where I'm at now, That and what I've done, yeah. you know, this is what we've done, you know, as a family and Yeah. everything. But anyways, from um, you know, I'm a sports guy, um, um, and I'm always I always marvel at those individuals that are at the very top of their game, and it's very translatable to. To our world and business, because there are plenty of capable people. Um, there's plenty of capable SMEs and Sure. business leaders. There are there are plenty of capable athletes, millions of them, that are just on the same level. But what is it? What is it that takes them to that next level? You know, again, many capable people, but do they have what it takes to take it to the next level? Um, are, are they willing to do what it takes to get to the next level? A Tiger Are Woods. they going to put up their hand? Are they going to raise their hand? Well, maybe I appreciate that, but you know, I'm I marvel at people like Kobe. Um, Yes. Kobe Bryant. I marvel at people like Tiger Woods. I, again, you know, I don't want to bore you with golf and everything, but th there are millions and millions of people out there that hit the golf ball at the same level. But there's only one Tiger Woods. That's right. You know, there, there, there was only one Ben Hogan. There was only one Jack Nicholas. So, so what is that? You know that um, that that I don't know if it's intangible or tangible or not. But I just like to pick their brains. You know, um, and, and I, I I'm sure it would be um, that people don't realize. I think there is a certain part of work ethic. You know, they're willing to do what it takes. They're willing Yeah. Oh, to uh, yeah. just work harder than anyone else. I know that's not all that popular these days, quite frankly, to hear that. Um, but um, I, I think there's something to it. So, so it would be people like that that I'd love to sit down with. Um, I also enjoy history. Um, uh, I love naval history. Uh, I love studying the World War II battles in in the Pacific. And um, you know, if, if you dig in, into that and drill into that, and and the Mm decisions hmm that had to be made. Yeah. With, with information that, you know, they didn't have the luxury of getting the way we get information now and, and to put thousands, perhaps millions of people's on lives on the line and, and making that decision. Can you just imagine how that must feel? Right. No, Um, no. so, so guys like Bull Halsey and, and Chester Nimitz and, Mm and -hmm. Bruins, I, I'd, I'd love to just sit down and what was that like? Yeah. What was that like to have to make that final call? And this is what we're, we're going to go. We're going to send the fleet out to Midway, really not knowing everything, you Mm. know. So anyways, that's that's the people that um, I would probably love to sit down and just listen. I'll tell you, it's a, I would consider that probably the pinnacle of leadership, right? To uh, Yeah. be able to take, be thoughtful. Let's, you know, recall that word. Uh, and be able to make those those hard decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really excellent and inspiring. Thank you. Speaking of difficult decisions and um and having to make them, if you were going to give yourself If you were going to look at that, okay, without the petty officer. So let's go, you know, let's go back to Peter in the submarine.
if you were going to give us go back in time and give Peter some, a piece of advice uh, about how to, you know, thrive and, and mm-hmm. uh, be strong and, and become, you know, the, the individual that, that you are and that we all work to be every day. What, what, what part of that or what piece of advice would you, would you tell yourself? Yeah, well, I mean, the big factor in this question is that, you know, 20 years old, right? So (laughs) (laughs) a 20-year-old male, what do you tell a 20-year-old male? Right. um, I I don't know. I think, um, well, that's a tough question, Tara. Or just a piece of it, or just a piece of encouragement. You know, listening skills. Listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think at 20 years old, people are, uh, you know, listening as, as carefully as they should. Uh, although I, I did listen to the, that chief petty officer who 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 set me on my uh, my current uh, glide path, but um, I th- and perhaps patience. Yeah. Um. So I think those two things. I think I was, um, you know, once I started going, I started, you know, just I wanted everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. Sometimes you just got to let, sometimes you have to let things come to you and just be patient and, and, and the results will come and start to force things. Uh, yeah. But, but the one big thing, and I mean, I, I think, you know, perhaps we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it um, in this conversation, but it, that listening thing is, you know, it's just really something when, once mm-hmm. you learn that art of listening and you do and you, you're marvelous at it Tara you really are you can oh, oh yeah you really really are you know you you don't hear you listen and you listen to understand so that's pretty cool so that's so important well well thank you um but I mean would you say would you say that that listening is is one of because I'll I'll um I will let's talk a little bit more about that and about about what characteristics we think or you think, you know, make make a really great leader, two yeah, or three things. Yeah. And would you consider listening like one of those really oh, core, absolutely. Yeah, that, core without things? A doubt. Yeah, without a yeah. doubt. And, and <clears throat> you know, if, if you want to continue along that line, I mean, I, I think it's important that gets lost sometime is, and I'll use a military terminology here, but when in command, command. Okay. Ah. When in command command when in the leadership position lead now does that mean that i'm standing up in front of a room and and dictating and this is how we shall do things it, it means nothing like that at all it means if you have the luxury you listen you you gather mm-hmm. data you, you just mm-hmm. listen and you listen to understand so you can because people do appreciate and especially time of crisis they appreciate decisions yeah so um you know, you, you just gather information and then you make that decision. And, and then you make the decision. Listen. But but I think that's so important. I mean, if, if you're a leader, damn it, lead. Okay. Right. We're in command. Right. And I, I'll I'll go back to the something we just talked about when um when Bull Halsey was considering, you know, sending the fleet out to to Midway. I mean, it was just I, again, I couldn't imagine that. And and Chester Nimitz, who is a uh, um you know, a very larger than life four-star admiral, fleet admiral. And and Bull Halsey and him talked, and he could see that Bull Halsey was just just troubled. He just struggling. Just yeah. and, and all he said, he said those words to uh Bull Halsey. He said, Remember what oh. we talked about when we were younger? 
you know, when in lead, when, when you're as when in command, command. Yeah. And, that, and that was that. Boom. He had the information. He knew the consequences. He could stand up behind his, his decision. And um, he did it. And yeah, fortunate for all of us sitting here today that uh, it was very, very successful. But um, anyways, I, I think that's important. Um, listening is all part of that equation. I mm-hmm. think I think humility is very, mm-hmm. very important. I mean, um, you know, you're you're not necessarily you know the smartest person in the room. Uh, very rarely is one of the smartest person in the room. Yeah, right. Regardless of what position you're in, so recognize that. Yeah. Um, and the listening is all about that mm-hmm. too, right there. Um, I think so. I- I think so. I I wonder if you you know you're talking about um, these. You said it larger, you know, than than life leaders, but um, and we've talked about it a couple of times just in this conversation about you know having to get past the difficult things, doing um, standing up to the challenging obstacles. Would you be willing to share with with us and with our listeners, like? Um, as a leader, what you would consider to be one of the most difficult, you know, uh, leadership decisions that you had to make and or mm-hmm. obstacles that you faced as a leader? Yeah, some of them are, are you know, well, some small example, a small example is, you know, I went on, I was very fortunate, I, I went on to get a commission, um, you know, started cleaning bathrooms, but I ended up you know, getting a commission. I ended up having a command, um, which was really, really cool. But um, I, re- I remember I received um, uh, a notice that the parents of one of my sailors had died. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. That in, that happens all the time. I mean, Frank, it, it, it happens a lot. But we were, we were on mission. Uh, we were on critical mission. Okay. And, you know, and I had to make that decision, you know, for, for the, for the crew and and what we were doing and everything to withhold that information. Um, that that was one of those, you know, you're sitting in your stateroom going, oh my God, you know, because it's aftermath, they're going to find out. And I everything, you know, how dare, you know, how dare you withhold that type of information from someone and, and, you know, so, so that was that that was real hard, and and most of the decisions like that are are always around people, because um, we care, and and we're all people. Yes, and we always put the shoe on. You know, if, if you're wearing the the other shoe, what it would be like. So right. those are the tough ones. Um, having to let groups of people go, you know, based on the business climate and based on loss to co- loss of contracts, where there are sure. they're they're just not workers you know behind those workers are kids and and spouses and you know other circumstances and and so those are those are gut-wrenching um that's not the good that's not the that's not the uh the the side of leadership that is so no but you got to be willing to take that on i mean if if you want to be a leader you know you can't pick and choose right no it's kind of like you can't pick and you know, and that's when what, you command, command. Yeah, that's what you got. Um, and that's and you said just because I want to remember. And hey, leaders, uh, our listeners out there, you you remember this too. So was it was it 
Admiral Nimitz that said yeah. that? That yeah, coined Admiral, that phrase? Admiral Nimitz said it to, to Admiral uh, Halsey. I love it because you just brought one of my favorite streets in San Diego alive for me. Hey, Nimitz, Nimitz Boulevard. Boulevard. You know it. You know it. <laughs> Ocean Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, so that's great. You just took me to San Diego for a little bit. Yeah. I love San Diego. Um, so shout out to all of our California listeners. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I want to ask, and we've, we've danced around the topic a little bit, mm-hmm. but as a leader, one of the main, uh, I, it, it, I can't call it a byproduct. It is a, because as a leader, part of, the responsibility, but it almost is a byproduct because it's just going to happen, is that a certain culture is either created or sustained or, you know, born uh, mm. from from the leaders, right? Like they're they're the ones who set an environment, right? And I'm, I'm going to expand that to call mm. it culture. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on on how a leader um influences you know or could potentially change you know a a a a culture uh whether it be in a sub you know in the middle of the indian ocean um or in a in a in a in a a lot of our listeners work in you know manufacturing facilities and plants um in a shipyard you know um how how do leaders tackle that or influence, you know, the culture of a workplace? Um, well, I think it's it's all about prioritization and it's all about keeping the main thing the main thing. Um, right. You you kind of alluded to it, Tara, in that uh, I, I look at culture as a product of something. So to say that you are going to go in and. I am going to change the culture. You might be thinking that, but but that's not something you say because right. there's a few things, you know, in that equation that equal culture. Sure. So if you perceive a culture being broken, you know, uh, yeah, you know, what is why is it broken? And you've got to peel the onion back a little bit. Is yeah. it lack of accountability? Is it processes? Is it burnout is it all these types of things and you kind of rack and stack things and you know what things are going to start moving the needle you know what mm-hmm. things are going to make this team feel like winners mm-hmm. uh, you know and it might not and 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 morale and stuff like that and morale doesn't mean we're going to get together every friday and have a big happy hour right you know morale good morale might be hey you know what we're gonna really work hard on this particular contract opportunity and when we win it how are we going to feel you know so so right. that morale that's culture so that that's kind of how i look at it i mean i mm-hmm. I, always, I always used to joke but you know thomas we're sending you here because you need to go fix the morale of that command and i say well i'm not going to fix the morale i'm, I'm going to work on some things and the product might be some really great morale at the end of the day yeah but i'm not attacking morale I mean, that's back when you're running for sixth grade high school or sixth grade president. And say, I'm going to put Coca-Cola in all the machines. <laughs> I uh, voted for you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I voted for it too. So, but that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if that fits with with 
um, certain, you know, uh, you know, I, cultures and change management and stuff like that but it's just the way i kind of look at it you know what i mean right no i mean i no i appreciate that you're not talking about the change management that we would put in like parentheses you know it's uh more about practical yeah. um it just kind of recalls what you've talked about earlier about uh listening and gathering the information yeah. and you know making decisions based on the information that you seek peeling back the peeling back the onion um so i i just think i think that's important that's been a, a, a i'd say a definite through line in our in our conversation um what would you say let's talk about um a, maybe we'll recall something something positive um from your career so far what if you had to call out a, an accomplishment, like a professional mm -hmm. accomplishment, mm -hmm. what would you say is one of your most significant accomplishments to date? I know that's a tough one. No, it's not that tough, really. Ah! I, I, think, um, I think the biggest uh, accomplishment is the success of some of the people that I was fortunate enough to have worked for me. Oh, that's great. I, I think, um, you know, when I became a little bit more senior in the Navy and you have a lot of junior officers under you who are coming up through that same career path. And then when you retire and then you see where they're at now and they're almost yeah. I ever made it. And, you know, you get invited to all their promotion ceremonies and you get mentioned in there. That's an honor, right? That sounds a little bit egotistical, but it does. It does make you feel good that you know you were able to to, to pass things forward uh, to impact their lives and from, to make them successful. So that that's the biggest, I think, the the coolest thing that um, I still continue to experience. As you see, all these young guys were young ensigns when I was a commander, and now they're all captains out there doing great things, and they still call mm -hmm. me up and and uh, ask me questions and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of cool. That's that's the biggest one. That's the good side of the leadership, right? Yeah. That's the good yeah. side of, of the leadership sure. journey. Yeah, it absolutely is. So it sounds like you do a fair amount of reading. That's a mm. complete yeah. assumption I'm making. Do you have do you have a good book that you're reading now or something that you would recommend to our listeners yeah. um, as a as a as a good read to inspire, um, you know, the leadership journey? Yeah, it's the, the, the one I just finished, as a matter of fact, it was called um, uh, The Wisdom of the Bullfrog. And the bullfrog. Ah, is, I like uh, that title. <laughs> the, the bullfrog is is named for the uh, you know the senior seal, Navy seal in the Navy. And uh, oh, person, I didn't know person, that. Yeah, the person who wrote this. Book, why are they going to mix animal metaphors? You have the seal and then the bullfrog. Yeah, they're, they're like, frogmen and seal at sea, air, land. You know, come on, you know all of <laughs> But 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 anyways, the um, uh, four star retired admiral McGraven. Um, but he just wrote that book. He's written four or five books, and it's just absolutely brilliant. He was a guy. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, the video. Um, you know, make your bed every morning. Have you seen that? Yes. No, I love it because yeah, it. I showed that's it to him. my husband because I am a I am a a certifiable 
I am a make your bed first thing in the morning type of person. It is part of my DNA. And I was just so glad that somebody uh, described how awesome that is. It is. I do it in the hotel room. I'm in the hotel room. I do too. I'm in the corner this morning. Holding Bouncing a dime on it. I do. And my husband's like, you know, they have housekeeping. And I'm like, you know that this is my first success of the day, exactly. you know. Um, so it's so it's that guy, and, and okay, his latest book it's called The Wisdom of the Bullfrog, and he takes what he, you know, learned uh, through history, okay, uh, through a lot of history, and through his experiences and fighting all over the world for forty years, um, and it's pure, it's just directly applicable to business. And I would highly, highly recommend that. It's called again the the, the wisdom of the bullfrog, and it's just the wisdom of the bullfrog. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. I'll ask Mobius if we can put that in the show notes in the episode notes. Um, because and what I what I also love about it is it's not one of our, you know, I mean, not knocking them, but there are some classics that we always hear mention, you know, mm-hmm. in in terms of leadership, this and that. And that one's a new one. So, um, so cool. thank you for that. And really I really fun. love uh, as a compulsive bed maker. I really, <laughs> I really appreciate. I'm, uh, sister, I'm with you. I'm right where they're with you. <laughs> that's that's cool. Um, okay. So uh, I've got a lot of, of sound bites that I want to share with our listeners cool. about what I've you know been hearing from you so far. But um, if you had, if you had a part, if you have a parting thought you know, that you'd like to leave with our listeners to inspire, lift up. Um, what would you, what would you, or what are you going to say? <laughs> well, the, the, don't let anything stop you. Okay. There That's, you go. Just, just don't. I mean, it, it, everything is out there. If you want it, go get it. Um, but while you're on that journey, though, appreciate the people around you uh up and down uh, yeah learn learn to listen um put your ego aside you know get rid of yep. that ego that ties to listening too because you've got a big ego you ain't listening to anybody here you know, well you, that's you, true because you talk it all the time yeah, right exactly. uh yeah. or thinking about yourself all the time yep. yeah and and the, and and the last thing again if you if you're on that you know, I, I'm 66 years old now. I still consider myself to be on a continuum of self-improvement. Um, uh, self-assess. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of I journal, which helps. You know, I look myself in the mirror each night, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. You know, it's just kind of, did you do your best today? If not, why? What are you going to do tomorrow? Wow. Um, it's just little things like that. Um. I think the last thing too, and, and you'll see this in a lot of different venues out there, and, and I follow them. But um, discipline, yeah, the biggest thing. I mean, discipline eats motivation for lunch. You know, motivation mm-hmm. is you know, discipline is is when you're unmotivated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sense. you got to do it right. So right. Um, you know, just remember that. You know, sometimes you do get up and you don't want to do it. Um, but you gotta do it. But you gotta do it. You gotta do it because you're a leader. And when you lead, when you're a leader, you have to lead. You don't have a choice. Winning but, command, command. Man, you got it. You so got it. That's one. 
That's one of my hashtags from this episode. The other one is be thoughtful. Yeah. Thoughtful. Cool. Learn to listen. If you if you if you're a leader, you got to raise your hand. And uh, and humility. Yeah. And humility. Oh, I also like I like keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if you coined that, but I'm willing to give it to you. Uh, uh, because I think it's 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 good, um, and and I think it'll inspire our listeners. Well, uh, Peter, this has just been a delightful conversation. I really appreciate you giving your time and and introducing your thoughts on leadership to our listeners. Um, so just thanks for joining us. And you are on LinkedIn, right? Peter Thomas, Lifecycle Engineering. So if yeah. our listeners want to connect, they can Please find do. you and find out more about you on LinkedIn. Um, uh, speaking of connect, I wanted to let our listeners know as well that Mobius has a podcast called Veterans Connect. And since um, since our very own uh, Peter Thomas is, uh, is in fact a, a veteran as well, thank you for your service. Um, you can listen to that podcast and um, get some perspective and um, celebrate the folks that uh, keep our country safe and uh, keep people like me living in comfort. So, um, so yeah, so check out Veterans Connect. And um, again, Peter, thank you. This has been well, thank fun. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. been there and uh, go Ocean Beach, right? Go OB. I love OB. OB. All right. <laughs> See at Sunshine and Company. <laughs> I know it well. Yeah. All right. I'll take Thanks. you for a game of pool. I'm actually not that not that bad. Wow. So a little billiards. Okay. Well, thank you. And and for my listeners out there. Until next time, this is Tara Hall Wagner, guest host of the Leadership Connection. So stay strong out there. Um, keep the main thing the main thing and when in command, command. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>